career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. All right, guys, here we are. We're at 40 plus Real Man Real Talk, where you guys know the drill. We're gonna get naked with our truth. We're gonna sometimes state the things that are so obvious that we don't wanna admit, and we get right to the point. But most of all, we have come here once again to talk about those erectile dysfunctions of our 40 plus life. And we're gonna do it man to man. And speaking of man to man, uh, this is a guy I've got a big guy crush on, and he just, he won't, he won't like get, let me get past there. But he's also one of my best bros in the world. We met a few years ago. And I have to say that Will Snyder is one of my go-to peeps. He is one that I can lean into and help me stay focused. And he made me really see what mindfulness and consciousness was in a different way when we were at a men's retreat. And ever since then, we've been good bros. So thanks, buddy, for being here once again for me. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me on, Rick. I, I love... Um I love what you're doing. I think this is great. I think this is awesome too, man. It's such a different thing than, you know, we've done. And you are one of those guys that um, you kind of got it rocking in the mindfulness, consciousness, yoga, all this sort of stuff. And I'm sure in your world at times, you have probably gotten beat up like, oh, you teach yoga. <laughs> you're one of those kind of yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, so let's kind of talk about that a little bit because for some guys that could be looked at as you're not such a masculine guy if that's what you're doing, but trust me, he's very masculine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm based in New York city. I've been teaching in the city for like, uh, nine years, full time for like seven yep. years. And, you know, typically the, the yoga space, um, is mostly women, like mostly women, not just teachers, but also yep. you know, the students as well, or, um, or a lot of like, um, ex dancers, gay men and stuff like that. And there's yeah. like, I'm kind of an anomaly in the sense of like being like a tall straight man in yeah. the, in, in this dominated space by, um, by what I just talked about. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it definitely, there is, you know, my family, especially like not really understanding mindfulness or yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, just like, what are you teaching yoga? Like, what is all that all about? And, you know, and I've just really have stuck with it over all these years and, and developed quite a name for myself here in New York. And, um, and I like bringing like masculinity to a, to a class, like, you know, mm -hmm. in the sense of like really challenging people and not like, you know, being, you know, there with them, but also not letting them off the hook. And you know, what I really find interesting yeah. about what you just said, man, is, and I know guys who do yoga, they're going to totally get it, but yeah. it is one of the hardest kick-ass things I have ever done because it, it, it pushes me to places I've never been. Yeah, and anybody who says, "Oh, it's not a masculine thing," okay, let's throw down, boys. Let's do it because I can guarantee you, if you do it with the right person, even if even with some of the not best teachers, it's going to kick your ass, and you're going to yeah. question, you know, hmm, I, I guess this is much more of a challenge than we thought. Yeah, I think that's like that's a part of the attraction for men. 
mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of ways when they're really being challenged. Like I have guys that like, they can see like they've never done yoga before, yep. but like they'll come to my class and all of a sudden they'll start bringing all their friends. Like they're full of sweat by the end of class. Yep. Like they didn't even understand what kind of experience they had, but they know they feel great. And, and they just keep coming back more and more and more. And it's just nice to see more men. Like I think for many years, it was like maybe 90% or 95% women. And now it's like slowly shifting to maybe 20%, like 25% men in my classes Mm -hmm. in New York, which is wonderful to see. Awesome. Awesome. But before the whole yoga adventure, so to speak, and we'll talk a little bit about what you do at the end about your adventures that you do, but, um, you weren't always here. You had been in financial services. You were doing the nine to five. You were kicking butt, making money. Yeah. And it was a whole different world for you then. And I think that's a lot of, at least what I know from what we've, you've shared with me, there was a lot of wake up calls that came from being in that world for you. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I, I got a school in 96 with a degree, uh, in biology. I started working at pharmaceutical company, mm-hmm. saw the glass ceiling really quick about like six years in. Um, I knew that was like, just not for me. Um, and then I stepped out on my own, uh, actually, uh, um, another like kind of like really trying to find my voice in this, uh, through acting and, and the creative arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was great. I moved to New York. That brought me here. I, I was in that business for 10 years and just really loving it, doing like television and um, theater and just really, un- really getting to my voice. So yep. and that brought me into this teaching space. So I've kind of been, you know, out of the box, way out of the box um, for the last like 15 years. And it's, and it's just been a rewarding experience, like all the time. I mean, obviously there's highs and lows, but I don't, I can't imagine myself going back mm-hmm. into the box. So when you talk about the box, one of the mm-hmm. things that I know you stepped out from and into yeah. is not just yoga. This thing suddenly began to catapult, especially since you and I have known each other in the last few years. Yeah the mindfulness consciousness explosion started to happen and it was happening for you even before you and I met. But why did that become so important to you on your own personal journey to realize as a guy, being mindful and opening up yourself to be more conscious really define who you were as a man? Well, it's just, uh, you know, I actually started meditating before I started doing the actual physical practice of yoga. And it was just to kind of really get in touch with myself. I mean, you know, as an actor and, you know, on stage or whether in class and, and really working, you're always trying to find like more of your truth. So I started going inside with meditation, the physical practice, you know, of the asana practice, they call it the yoga practice. You know, just I was always I was an athlete all growing all the way up through like high school and played basketball in college, which was wonderful. But then yoga just kind of, you know, like we mentioned earlier, it just like, wow, it's just such a kick ass experience. And I just wanted more because I was challenged in new ways, not just physically, but also mentally, mm-hmm. um, because the focus of the practice is very different than a competition, like yeah. which were typically masculine you know, we're kind of locked in that, like, oh, I got to be good and I'm competing where yoga is exactly none of that at all. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, it's just like, I, I, so then mindfulness came along, like I started doing like my first mindfulness work- workshop back in 2014 It's called mm-hmm. let go of your bullshit. Uh, and just in using the physical practice of yoga as well as meditation and breathing work to help open up the mind so people can really tap into that truth that I begin. And, and I'm always uncovering layers of truth all the time within myself, but now I have a nice base of my own truth 
Um, and with that truth, I'm able to help people kind of draw them into their own truth. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's all through practice. It's all, all through practice. And it's been the most rewarding thing, you know, and I just keep, I love, I felt such three words and now I get to bring this experience and, and all the knowledge that I've learned, um, into like work environments I'm working in companies and working I have meditation students. Now I'm always doing some mindfulness work in my classes just beyond like the physical stuff. Um, and it, it just, I, I love it. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. this is definitely, I mean, this is definitely what I'm here to do and teach. And it's a passion of mine because, you know, I just want to feel and, and I want the planet to be, and especially men too, because women kind of always get it. I don't know why women, I think they're just like that circular feminine energy and they're all really in touch with their emotions. But as men, we have been asked to kind of forget about our emotional life. And that's just like, I mean, that's like we're emotional beings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're not, we're kind of taken away from our emotional life. Then what are we left with? Yeah. Um, and as I begin to access more of my truth and get really in touch with my emotional self and kind of working from that place, mm -hmm. understanding myself and developing emotional intelligence, yep. you know, around instead of being hijacked and pulled into anger and frustration or rage, you know, I can just take a step back, take a couple breaths, really look at, you know, where I am, what I need to do and what's the most effective solution with the situation I have in front of me. And, you know, it's just, it's a whole practice and um, I've done a lot of studying and, um, and I keep practicing what I've studied and also developing my own <clears throat> means of mindfulness to help people um, that I'm already working with. So it's a nonstop. So I'm process. curious because yeah. it's, it's part of the whole journey, but for mm -hmm. you, why was it important? And, and I, people use that phrase, getting in touch with myself. Yeah. So first of all, what does that mean to you, Will? What does getting in touch with yourself really mean for you? And guys, the reason I'm asking this question is because this is not one size fits all shit. This yeah. is getting in touch with yourself means something different for each and every one of us. So what was one aspect of it for you, Will? Well, I wanted to start living my own life on my own terms. Mm -hmm. And, you know, instead of like, you know, I was kind of fed a, a package, like, you know, growing up, you know, mm -hmm. I was, and, and I was on that path until I was like, so 28 or 30. And then I left that path. And that path is just like, you know, get educated, you know, play sports, you know, go to college, you know, get a get, you know, get a job, get a house, get a car, get a girl, have some yeah. kids and then live happily ever after quote unquote. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, um, I went through some deep, deep, deep heartbreak when I was 27, 28. And that just literally shifted me into this new place of like, Oh wait, who the fuck am I? Like actually who mm -hmm. am I? Yep. And um, I started discovering what, who that, who I am through just journaling and then journaling brought me into acting and, and acting took me into mindfulness, into meditation. And now it's like, it's what I do and I have a whole mm -hmm. business and I have like people working for me right now and talking to different companies. And it's like, you know, I think it was, finding my truth and really being authentic and not being afraid of who I am mm -hmm. and not being afraid of the gifts and, and the things that I can bring and the things I'm good at and, and not being afraid as far as like, you know, what my, 
family might be kind of like trying to push me down a little bit and get me back in line or, right. you know, my masculine friends like calling me like a fag or something like that, you know, because like, I'm, cause I'm, cause I'm on my own person. I'm getting in touch with my feelings and I hate to use that word, but it's like, that's kind of the language when you kind of step out of the box and like really begin to tap into your entire masculinity, which is mm-hmm. not just like our muscles and our strength and our rage and our grunt and like our grind, right. but it's like, it's, it's like we have this emotional life and I love it. But there's also like a feminine side of every of every man, just like there's a masculine side of every woman. It's mm-hmm. all yin and yang. And like the more that I get to that singularity and that union of like of the masculine and the feminine and also the union of the mind and the emotions, like wow, like I can really become I've really become like a powerful person and also a powerful teacher because I'm always trying to access and find the source and also find more of the resources of my own truth. So I find it interesting how you package that up because it is this, it builds and it builds and it continues to build upon each step. And the more we allow ourselves to step into this deeper piece of ourselves it doesn't mean anything about our gender or any of that. It's just we are right. closer to who we are, and yet we have these constructs that have been put around us in society, whether you're male or female, doesn't matter. Right. That says, okay, a masculine man is supposed to be this, and so to get too deep in touch with who you are makes you less of a man, which in reality, my perspective, and I know you feel the same way, Will, yeah. the deeper you get, the better man you become. Oh, Completely. And the better person I become, you know, mm-hmm. and like, and, and the better leader I become. Exactly. And it's like, it's, you know, I think a lot of people have trouble stepping on this path, Rick, because, because of the influence around them. Mm-hmm. I had to trade up a lot of my friends yep. and, and like, just like I, I lost a lot of friends over the last 10 or 12 years or, th- or people that I th- kind of thought were friends and you know, they were like, you know, they're there, but also I felt they really enabled like, my 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 other self or or the mm-hmm. self that i thought i was mm-hmm. whereas like now it's like i have friends that love what i do support and they're my in they're my kind of circle of um of influence mm-hmm. and they allow they help me to continually like go deeper mm-hmm. and get and stay on the path but it's just like it's taking that first step yeah. that is really challenging for anybody especially men because i feel like we have been downloaded with a software package that is just old completely antiquated and does not serve us like why do you think the suicide rates of men are so much higher than women mm-hmm. i mean they're just like double triple seven times but because like the pressure of men in our society and and the um the stigmatisms about different aspects of, of of not being in that in that in that box yep is um it's it's a real challenge to step out mm-hmm. and like and that's why but also that's why we talk all the time rick yep. because we really inspire one another to be like hey to ask the deeper question to go a little mm-hmm. bit further find more of that truth and also not be afraid because I, you're going to push me i push you exactly. to have like that support group to have someone that has your back it's like yep. it is Really powerful, brother. Really, really powerful. Well, and it's powerful when you can have these conversations where you pose the questions. And I don't know that this isn't really a question, but as you were talking, it kind of hit me that when you and I connected, it was because we were in a space. First, we were both personally in a space where it didn't matter 
that I was gay, you were straight. It didn't matter that we were from different sides of the country. We just, we just connected. Yeah. But we had worked our way to that space where we could do that. Yeah, exactly. If we were to roll the clocks back, and you and I are like 10 years of difference in age or so, but if we were to roll the clocks back and go back to that life of who we were when we were in high school and college, yeah. I would say there's a very high probability that we would not be friends and we probably wouldn't even like each other because yeah. of the masculine constructs that each of us had been put in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because you yeah. were in a kind of in a hyper-masculine space. Yeah. I was in a contrived hyper-masculine space hiding who I was. So I didn't like myself. I didn't like myself right. at all, which came off to a lot of people that I didn't like anybody, which wasn't right. true. I loved people. But I yeah. could only love people as far as I could let them in without fucking up my situation. Right. And in a way, that's exactly what you're saying is I could only be so good and mm. do the role I had to do. I had to do that role. Otherwise, I would fuck everything up until right. both of us in our own ways, me coming yeah. out of the closet, you finally realizing this doesn't work, which was a coming out journey in and of itself, right. stepped forward and said, I've got to be better at this. I've got to tune my mind into something deeper. I've got to yeah. really start to be conscious about how I want to show up in the world. Yeah. And that's why yeah. this conversation and these conversations about mindfulness and consciousness amongst men need to be had. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's like also the conversations, but also the practice, mm -hmm. like taking time, getting to meditation, getting to a yoga class, or just even under like getting to your breathing, just find your fucking breath. Like that's like, that is like where I start with all my mindfulness. Let's just do some breathing. Let's tap into the moment. And it's, um, and it, and it just, you're really tapping in. It's getting into your truth. That's it. I mean, I came, it's like, who am I? Who am I? I just, I'm like, what, what do I want? You know what? It, it just, it kind of doesn't stop yeah. once you, once you start digging, you just keep digging. And, and it's like, it's, I'm finding a lot of gold nowadays because I, with the help of people like you and, and also like me, you know, getting work done and, yeah. and not being afraid. I keep mining a lot of gold right now. And, you know, it's not, a, it's going to be all, there'll be a, uh, like kind of a valley and a darkness coming a little yeah. bit, you know, maybe who knows when, I don't know, but like, I know, but you know what, you got my back on that as well. Yeah, exactly. Really, I think it's really important for men to know, Rick, that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time yes, with. Absolutely. And that's, that is like, that is your circle of influence around you. And that also includes like, you know, that could be media, that could be what you're following on social media or like YouTubers you're watching and stuff like that. They change your mind. They either keep you in the box or they push you out of the box to go further to find more of that truth. And mm -hmm. I think it's like, it's not just it, you know, man is not an Island. Like I, 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 I've done obviously a lot of this alone, but it's the circle of people around me and the brotherhood yep. that I, I, and also I have a lot of really tight female friends too, yep. that help me kind of understand more of that feminine side or just understand women in general, because it's like they're half the population, Yes, you know? And it's mm -hmm. like, it's, it really just becomes with mindfulness included a beautiful holistic experience that, you know, I just continually try to make bold moves all the time, yeah. but also like smart, bold moves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, I just feel really, really fortunate, um, to have that heartbreak that happened. Like when I was 28, that literally just crushed, shattered the world that I thought that I knew or wanted. And I started been building ever since. And 
you know, I'm building into a place right now that it just is really, it's beyond my imagination what's happening right now. So I feel really blessed and very fortunate. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I think that's a really good place to wrap it, but I want to ask one final question because I think this will be on all the guys' minds that are listening to this. Sure. What's the, one of the biggest bullshit fears you think that men have to get past to really open up into their mindfulness and their consciousness? Well, big one. Well, you know, I'm going to talk about yoga one and then I'll talk about something else. Yoga is like, it's, it's get in the room, just get in the room and get into your body. And it's not a competition and mm. just, just get on the mat and just go out and try and just try it mm-hmm. and keep just going up and trying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, there's a lot of bullshit about you know, just like, it's, it's a feminine thing. It's, it's a, this thing, it's a, that thing, just show up on the mat. Mm-hmm. And, and I think secondly is don't be afraid to find out who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, and when you step on the mindfulness path, mm-hmm. you're going to face yourself. And I tell you what, it's not always pretty, mm-hmm. but if you want to really find true joy, true happiness and feel like liberated and just free within your own body and your own mind and this, every, all your relationships and the spaces in between, then you have to take that step and you have to keep showing up and you have to keep practicing. Mm-hmm. That's a great place to wrap it up. Don't be afraid of who you are. Just show up and get on the mat period, whatever that mat is in life. So cool, bro. Thank you for this conversation so much. Yeah. Hey, thank you. This has been amazing. And guys, we'll have all sorts of ways for you to connect with Will, whether you're in New York or other places, you run some amazing retreats and stuff. And if nothing else, just get on his website and start checking out some of the work that he does around breathing and all that stuff, because you will not be disappointed when you really, as a 40 plus man, give yourself the wisdom and the permission to do the real stuff, to not be afraid to show up and see yourself. That's a wrap for 40 plus real men, real talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where the conversations continue.